How's it going, everyone? This is Chuck Nasty. This is Whitman. And you're listening to another episode of Graveyard Talk. As always, it's been a minute. Uh, my fault, fault completely. I got my fault completely. Um, so we figured we would do an episode that we kind of talked about a few episodes back. Um, that was just last episode. Was this last episode? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. It's been that long ago. Um, yeah. But where we talked about franchises that probably shouldn't have been. 
Yeah, we talked about The Exorcist, and um, I actually don't remember, but that was the one I was so yeah. about. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. <clears throat> yeah, Pumpkinhead, that's another one that was real bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so today we're going to discuss movies that stand alone, and they do great standing alone, but it'd be kind of fun to maybe think about if they were made into franchises. Yeah, my picks were not necessarily what I thought would be good, per se. It was just I thought would be cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, they might be good or whatever, but really it was like what I would want to see a series of or a trilogy or whatever. Yeah, definitely. So, so we'll be right back with our list of movies that should be franchises. You're on Graveyard Talk. Welcome back to the show, Graveyard Talk. Today we are discussing movies that would be kind of cool to see uh, if they, what would go on after uh after the single standalone film that, that, that they did. Franchise slash sequels. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. A whole, a whole big thing of it. Trilogies. Whatever. Yeah. So, so we've chosen a few, a few picks that we thought that might be interesting. Maybe not necessarily the best ideas, but ideas that could be fun. That we want to see. Yeah. Wait a minute. Why don't you go first? Fuck you. <laughs> you go first. Me go first. Yeah. Okay, so... As always, though, uh, we didn't talk about these beforehand. Right. I don't know what's mine. He, I don't know what's his. He doesn't know what's mine. So, um, yeah, and this is probably pretty... going to be some weird picks, I'd say, but yeah. Go ahead. All right. So, it's not really in an order, but this is probably, like, this is probably my number three. Just because oh, I think shit. it would be interesting. Okay, we're going... That, that, you said it's no order, but it's, it's not order, but, it's, but it would be number three. I guess. That means it's an order. It's, anyway. Yeah, I guess it's... Okay, yeah, so I guess right. that's kind of an order. Um, but thinking about... I like I, I, I like this certain movie to a degree. It's not... It could have been a lot better. But I think that if you make franchises, sometimes the movie... Get, like, the story gets you, better. Yeah, you can make the story better. And this one's interesting. Okay. El Super Bisto. <sighs> okay. I mean... I'm with you. Okay. Cause That's I a weird pick, but yeah, I'm with you. I I mean, cause I I've always liked that movie. Uh-huh. I I want to like it more. I did too. Um, I've only seen it one time. I like to give it a rewatch. Yeah, I I watch it every so often. I feel like it could have been fun. It could it could have been funnier. It could you know it, it was kind of all over the place. Yeah. So I think if there was a the franchise of it, it holler at me. I'll give it my yeah rewatch. Yeah, dude, definitely. Um, but you know, I think that. As it would go on, I think it would actually have, if they actually had like a, because where it takes, you know, kind of an old school stance on how they do it, is like, what if El Super Bisto, like every movie after that would be like, El Super Bisto versus this guy, like, you know, like the old Godzilla, like versus oh, yeah. this, that shit. And it would just be, and the story, and they had the story a little bit, um, not so crazy, not so like all over the fucking place, and well, actually stick with more. I like the craziness of it, but like, Keep that going too. Yeah. One way or the other, you know, it's like because uh, uh, El Super Bisto, as a character, makes a few appearances in uh, Spook Show International, that uh, Rob Zombie comic, comic book. book. Yeah, yeah. So he does have like other adventures that you could make into. Yeah. Along with, I mean, you can make up a ton of shit. Oh yeah. In, in the Rob Zombie world, with in his world, I mean, fuck, he can fight and do whatever. I mean. So we both agree that this this would actually be kind of cool if yeah, they were to do that. I hadn't man I hadn't thought about this movie in a long time. But it's forgotten. I mean, it's well. It's, I mean, since we we did that Rob Zombie show, and that's the last time I've really thought about it. Yeah, you know, because it's just not my go-to zombie film. 
Uh, it's it's a, it's a if you if you're not familiar with El, El Super Bisto, animated the animated mind of Rob Zombie. Yeah. It's like if you took Ren and Stimpy and mixed it with Rob Zombie. Yeah. And that's pretty Which much. If you've seen his artwork from like the old CDs of White Zombie and stuff, it's kind of like it put, it puts you back in that mindset. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you look at the artwork for Astro Creep, it's it kind of puts you in. That there's same if I'm actually if I if I'm not mistaken, there's scenes in El Super Bisto that are from the artwork of of Astro Creep 2000. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Kind of come to life. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's done. I would like to see a franchise done of the yeah, Super Beasto movies. That would be, okay. be awesome. Well, since we're not really rating these, since they don't exist, they don't you exist. Know, I'm, uh, I approve of it. I guess, you yeah, know, well, we'll, uh, we'll approve of it. I agree with that one. All right, so uh, my first one. All right, we're going with our. You want your third though, right? Yeah. All right, I'll probably go with my third too. Then. All right, uh, I think. Uh, a Jennifer's Body, at least one sequel. Okay. Right? Because uh, Jennifer's dead or whatever, so you wouldn't call it Jennifer's Body 2. Right. But old girl has the power at the end. Yes. Right? Amanda Seyfried's character, can't remember, it's like Trini or something is her name, maybe? Something or, like that. It's been a minute since I've Yeah, me too. But, and she's a cool actor too, and she's still got like the geek girl, cute girl thing going on, so it's like, yeah, you still have like a hot demon girl, but if you could keep the writing kind of the same because it's got funny parts it's got dark parts it's got I don't think you could blow this out into like a series or a bunch of like a big deal but I think you could have done a sequel with her character yeah that would have been really cool I don't know I don't really know where it would have went but like that demon still exists like she's still possessed by that demon I also feel I also feel there's more to that story than you know because we don't really you could take that into like a prequel almost or she could figure out like who she is like as the demon like who is the demon? Yeah. You know, like, what is, like, the history of that demon or some shit. I don't know. You could do some cool stuff with it like that. And uh, I think she's a pretty good actress for, like, a new, like, generation, like, horror actress. And yeah. Because <coughs> she's been in a lot of kind of, like, sci-fi horror movies. Mm-hmm. They're pretty good. Like, she's been... In, in teen comedies. Uh, that's, I guess, where she kind of got her start, I guess, but... She was, like, a Mean Girls, the girl who could tell... I'm pretty sure it's the same shit that she could... She could tell the change of the weather by her boobs. I don't know about that, but I'm like, pretty sure that's what that, that's uh, the thing. <laughs> I just remember seeing her in you know this movie and uh, what was the other one? That's, she uh, she was in Red Riding Hood. Yeah, and something else. Yeah, she she had, she she's done more uh, thrillers, more horror yeah. movies than in the last like few years. Yeah. Definitely getting away from the uh, uh, the teen comedy shit that yeah. she was doing beforehand. So I don't know, like maybe not a franchise per se, but at least a sequel or a, a prequel, like telling the backstory of the demon, or maybe even a trilogy, depending on how they did. Depending, I hate that trilogy is like the thing, but I mean maybe at most a trilogy. If you, you know, if you try to do a TV show or some bullshit, I just thought a sequel would be cool with her character and just like I don't know. I can dig that though. You know, that's, 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 I, I think that movie is kind of underrated because Megan Fox gets like a bad rep for being just like, I don't know, Hollywood just like mega bitch. Or bitch, yeah. Which, yeah. Well, I don't care about the person. I mean, you know, it's just like if you just watch that as a horror fan, it's a pretty good flick. Yeah, you know, I like it's just it. Like, I don't know, but that is kind of before she got like a Hollywood big head too, maybe. But either way, that movie is actually underrated to me, and so I agree. If it 
If you could do a cool sequel, it would be, I don't know. I thought be that, that's, an inter- that's an interesting choice. I would have never, never thought of that. I one. figured, I knew these picks were going to be pretty weird. So. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right, right. so I guess the approval the too. The approval of both, okay. yeah. I, right. I like the idea. Hell yeah. All right, so I guess uh, for my number two, since I guess this is going in order, uh, shit happens, folks. Um, this is one that I've said that I'd like to have seen more of these movies just because of what the subject matter is. But and I have the poster of it on my wall, Doctor Giggles. <laughs> no, no, now hear me out. No, like I, I like the idea <laughs> if they would have made a couple more. Like it could have been something. I don't know. Like could it have been? Uh... <clears throat> I think it could have been. I see. I like the movie. I like Doctor Giggles. I think. Okay. I think the doctor aspect of it, and uh, I mean, fuck, they had those fucking dentist movies and they made like two or three of those. Like That's the first thing that made me think of him like, why don't you just watch all the dentist movies? <laughs> yeah, but like, I, you know. You know, he doesn't, I mean, I know what he's saying, but it kind of is. And, you know, I know Larry Drake isn't alive anymore, so that's, they'd have to get somebody different, but. Well, we're talking about if they would have done it back in the day too. Well, yeah, that is true, yeah. You don't have to start a new one, but just almost like a wish list. I, I, I would have liked to have seen it though. Dr. Giggles. Yeah, Dr. Giggles, uh, in case you're not familiar with Dr. Giggles. Uh, Dr. Giggles is, is <coughs> it's about this fucked up guy whose dad or whatever was a, a surgeon and he, uh, uh, he, he was kind of insane. There's, it's just, it's basically about a crazy fucking doctor and the guy that played him, Larry Drake, uh, popular for the dark man movies and always playing a bad guy. Um, I, I enjoy him. I'd like, I would like to have seen a little bit more bloodshed from, from old Dr. Giggles. I'm just saying. So, does that get the approval of you or no? Dr. Giggles, man, is definitely not one of my... I don't like the first one, so I don't know if I want to deal with more of it, but I'll leave you to that one. That's a, that's a boo on my part. So Whitman says no, and I say go. Okay. All right. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it does not. It but, doesn't. Of course it don't. All right, so that's your, that's your number two. You yeah. rather have that than an El Super Bisto for moving up the rank? I mean, Ooh. man, that is a tough one. I mean, you done said it now. I did, I, I did, mean, I did. I said it, damn it. Stick him with it. All right, so another one of mine. I actually got four. <coughs> um, this one, uh, I would like to see some... Uh, it would also kind of fall into maybe a prequel, different things, but uh, frailty. I could dig that. Right? So it's like, <clears throat> you know, there's a big time jump there when old dude grows up, Matthew McConaughey's character. Yeah. And, I mean, he still sees the demon because you see him, like, get fuzzy on the, you know, you get, you, the demons are real, you know, all that shit. Yeah. So, you know, he sees these all these years. He becomes a cop and, like, you know what I mean? You could have done some like really crazy because when they killed him, frailty it was just like brutal shit, like hitting him with a fucking pipe and stuff. Yeah, and it's like an axe. he had Otis the axe. I forgot what the pipe was called, and then the gloves. Like those were the holy implements or whatever. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. You could have got more into like the weird religious aspects of it, mm-hmm. you know. And it would have just been him going around just like murdering people. Yeah, you know, on the outside, but you'd have seen him see these other demons and just kind of get more. I don't know, even more philosophical with it, if you could have taken McConaughey's character as he grew up hunting demons. Yeah. You know, because you see him as a little kid, and there's a big jump, and then he's like the adult. 
So I can I can dig that because that that that's a really good fucking movie. I, you know, it's it's, uh, it's a good one. It hit home, Kentucky boys. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, I, I always liked that movie and uh, another kind of underrated to me. If if they did a sequel, they probably would have messed it up or would have. Some of these movies, it's good they didn't make sequels in in reality because it would have just like just fucked the whole mystique of the movie up or whatever. But yeah, um, if they could have done it right and shown his life in those middle stages of like battling with can you imagine being like fucking 20 years old and seeing these demons right you know and having like you have to do your real life like go to work and go to school and shit but like the dude next to you is a demon like you could have done all kinds of weird kind of mental philosophical stuff with that character I think would have been cool I, I, I could I could definitely uh, I could definitely dig that and also I mean, that's, that's Bill Paxton's direct directorial yeah. debut and he fucking killed it, man. Oh man, uh, it's, it's so good. There's so many good actors in that movie. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one. Yeah, I went and seen that in the theater when I was young, and uh, liked it ever since. I mean, I love the movie. It it, it was. It, I don't know if I saw it in theaters or if I rented it, but when I saw it, I remember I was like, because I remember Bill Paxton directed it or whatever, yeah. and I was like, all right, you know, I like Bill Paxton, and it blew me. It blew me away. I by the end of that movie, I was like, all right. This is pretty badass. It's cool to me in that in the shift in the movie when you realize that Bill Paxton is not crazy, right? That he is seeing demons and that these are the holy implements and like these people are terrible people that he is, yeah, essentially sending to hell or whatever. But, I mean, I love the ending of that movie too, dude. I mean, just the whole thing from that shift, yeah. Because then you're like, it makes you think about the the beginning of the movie, yeah. You know, because when you're like midway through and you're like. Or whenever that shift happens where you're like, oh shit, he's actually seeing demons. Like, when he shakes that guy's hand. Yeah. I can't remember when the first thing you're like, oh, Bill Paxton character is the good guy. Yeah. He's killing people, but he's the good guy, you know? Uh, as soon as that shift on, it's just like, sweet. Once, like, once you realize that, like, it's sorry, not just spoilers his head. Sorry, I hadn't seen it, but it's been out for like a decade and a half or so, 20 years. Yeah, so. you should have already so. seen this movie. <laughs> you know? Like, sorry, folks, but yeah, go watch it. Um, yeah, so that's my, at least, again, maybe not a whole franchise, but like a sequel or two of that dude's life or kind of, yeah, you know, even some prequels of, uh, of Bill Paxton's, like when, when he first gets the power, I don't know, just like you could do I, I'd like to see what, it, what, what, what went on afterwards, like definitely. I think that's, that's, a, that's a good one. That's, that gives my, get my approval. Sweet. All right. Oh yeah. Uh, let's actually take a little bit of a, a break for a second here and we come back, we'll, uh. We'll talk about a few that uh, we think would be interesting if they made more films or make them into franchises here on Graveyard Talk.
Welcome back to Graveyard Talk, and we're talking about movies that would be interesting if they would have been franchises or at least had a couple, like a movie or two after the original. Uh, did we leave off? Was it my turn? Yeah, uh, mine was Frailty. Well, that's right, that's right. And that, that, that definitely gets a thumbs up. Um, this one, I think you might agree with this. This is your number one, right? This this would be my number one, because there's other ones okay. that we're going to mention too, but yeah, when, when it comes down to so, this. Okay. Um, Nightbreed. Like, if they... Dude, uh, you don't know how close I almost put that. Really? Yeah, because, I mean, it's like my favorite fucking Barker, you know. It, it, over Hellraiser, Nightbreed is my favorite Kyle Barker story. Yeah. Uh, man. They they could have totally done done a few more. But I, they, well, see, they did with the comics. Yeah, the right? comics are great. Uh, the old Marvel comics, the first four issues... <laughs> first four issues are the movie covers the whole movie adaptation right yeah well issue five through fucking 26 or whatever is the rest of the breed story so they could have, the lore is already there you don't even have to make it up or try to try to dig it up because it's like it's well written it carries the story well so you could have just took some of those comic concepts yeah that's why yeah and turned them into a couple good movies and i mean Man, they get deep. They get all crazy into their gods and like other characters that are awesome in the comics that you never see in the in the movie. Right. Just put, I mean, they don't. It's other monsters and breed that live around that wasn't in Midian. Yeah. You know that they just find and it's almost like the they go on the hunt for like a new Midian. You know, it's like a new home and it's almost like the Underground Railroad or something of monsters. Like it's yeah, like, oh yeah, stopping at these little like there's like a witch in the woods either in Kentucky or West Virginia or somewhere. And they stop at her place, and like a few new characters are introduced, and they resupply, and they go on up to up north. Like I don't know, there's all these weird, awesome characters that they could really. It's it's such a I just good fuck it up, so I just didn't put it at all. But yeah, I I was wondering if it, if it might have been something you thought about. I don't know if you're gonna have it on your list or not. Because uh, I mean, it is it just it's a really good monster story. I mean, yeah, man, it's it's the got everything are the good you want. Guys. They're just you know. I mean, it's got literally everything you, you would want in, in that, that type of... There's a love story, there's crazy monsters, there's blood, there's fights, there's weird philosophy and religion, and I mean, it's like, it does literally have every everything in it. I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's great, and I think that if they would have done more, I think it would have been uh, fucking killer. Yeah, it could have been real cool. They, cause they, they could have they done it so many different ways, too. Well, because they, they've started, I seen just on uh, Tui the other night, I think it was Tui, one of the free ones, they actually put the uh, the director's cut back out. Oh, really? Right, so it adds uh, like another like five or six minutes or whatever in the end of it. Mm. And you see how it could keep going. There's a whole other weird like, there's a bunch of just more weird shit they add in there, but there's a gap. Like if you watch the movie as it was actually released mm. and then read the comics, there's like a little gap there of shit that don't make sense. Yeah. If you watch the director's cut, it fixes that. Okay. It's almost a seamless gap if you watch the director's cut and then start reading the comics at like issue five. It's almost seamless. That's pretty fucking so, cool. <laughs> just a heads up for any night reading fanatics like myself out there that don't know about that shit and you love the movie. Watch the director's cut and then go start at issue four of at least four uh, to kind of get to the backstory but of Nightbreed uh, old Marvel run. It was like 
Not too long after the movie, like late 80s, early 90s. Uh, are those the ones that, because I, I got a bunch off you, actually. Yeah, because I, I would just buy lots of them, anywhere I could find them. And if they were duplicates of the ones I had, I'd try to get them to, to my buddies. So, yeah, I'd say a lot of those were. Those are Marvel? Yeah. Yeah, those were released under Marvel. Huh. I didn't realize <coughs> that. It's like there's the uh, the company is called Epic. Mm-hmm. I think it's under Epic, but Epic is just a subsidy of Marvel. It even says underneath it's like Marvel Comics or whatever. But I don't think I've ever paid attention. To yeah, that. it's a Marvel release, man. Because that's why they got like good art and good ink, and like even Barker like went back and kind of did some of the stories and had some say in some of the shit and like because they were doing those Hellraiser books too for Epic and like yeah Barker it was like his first big comic hit. Oh, yeah. You know, it yeah. was just like, boom, I'm out, so, yeah. Cool shit. Sorry to geek out on some comic book nightmare shit. But uh, it's a, I mean, it dude, happens. It happens. Totally get the thumbs up for like 150%. I, I, I figure you'd probably agree with that one, yeah. So it, what's... Oh, yeah. All right, so these other two, I got two more, but they were kind of tied. I didn't know... My top one is actually a, a Clive Barker, too. So I'll go with... This is like 1.1. 1. 1. Right, this ain't my top top, but this was right. This was right in the running. So, uh, uh, Ninth Gate. Okay. Right. So, all right, because he lives. Yeah. Oh, uh, oh, what's his name? Corso. Yeah, Corso. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know Johnny Depp's character. Yeah. Lives, so, but he knows that this was a demon or Satan <clears throat> itself, or you know whatever. Uh, so you at that point. I picture almost like a like a Scooby Doo movie. I mean, not goofy, but like he he's a book detective essentially. But he can find other of these like kind of ancient tomes or whatever. And there's other demons, or he like runs into other people wanting. Once he's like in this circle or in this kind of, he knows all these people exist. Yeah, and they know he exists. He might get a call, be like, "Hey, there's this demonology book I need from." Uh, you know, the 8th century, whatever the fuck. I'll, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And he could run into other weird demons and other monsters and just other weird shit. So it's like, almost like a... I mean, you put like a detective movie, but put uh, like Cthulhu type shit. You know, he's finding these weird demon books that are real. You don't have to summon anything. You don't have to be another like demon movie or whatever. And he that. now knows that these things are real. Yeah. And he has to deal with a bunch of other weird characters that are in these... Uh, kind of these circles. I don't know. I see it as almost like a, I don't know. He'll be strange to me, but I, I, I actually, I, I really like that movie. He's like, yeah, I like that movie. And I think I like the idea of these other magic books and shit. Yeah. I know that's supposed to be the devil, I guess, from what I, you know, yeah, but there's other demons according to all these mythologies. Oh yeah. Too. So it's just like, well, he knows the devil exists, so wouldn't these lesser demons exist, or couldn't he... I don't know, it's like almost a... If Constantine was not a good guy movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know, just like somebody who didn't give a fuck, like, or just somebody who worked for himself, but he had, like, Constantine type of uh, characters that ran around. And, yeah, because Corso's character, because Johnny Depp's character, Corso, he was kind of a scumbag. Oh, he's just after himself. Like, oh, yeah. describe him as like a... Uh, what is that one... <laughs> Thoroughly unscrupulous is what that guy says <laughs> in the elevator, and uh, you know, because he is—he's just out for money. He's out for himself. Oh yeah. But that ultimate greed is what gets him to the end. Yeah. You know, and like gets him to the finish line. So, what it almost maybe turn into a Hellraiser book. Like, what? Where would he go? What would he? Where would he push into to uh, 
to unlock these mysteries and shit. You know, I mean, you could easily kind of pull so just in. wrap him around with Hellraiser and just has it like well, because it has that same kind has of has him like, sitting at, at at the table. You just it's just him. What is your pleasure? Oh uh, well, maybe you know what I mean. You, know what I mean? you could see him getting himself in that For kind of sure, shit. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. as soon as he gets kind of wrapped into these circles, he knows the a demon exists, the devil exists, something otherworldly. You know, it's just like, well, then what would you do? You'd yeah. go farther. You know, if you've went that far, you know that exists. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's like loose for himself. You know, it's like the curse of knowledge. Like, you're just going to keep pushing. So you can put all kinds of this weird shit in. I don't really know how you would do it per se, but I think there's other stories with, like, his character and, like, other books and shit. I think it'd be cool. I agree. Maybe yeah. not even his character. Maybe there are other movies about just different books. But they all link up or, uh, you know, maybe it don't have to be Corso. Maybe it's other people like him that are hunting these books or, I don't know. His name just comes up every now and yeah, then. Yeah, because he's like maybe the first one or he's like, he's in the mythology now. You know? Right, like he, he's, he, he's a myth. You yeah. Know? So, it's not a bad idea. That's, that, that, that's kind of, that's, that was kind of a, a, I wouldn't have thought about that one either. You know, I don't know how you would spin it off, but I thought about all kinds of just little ways you could or maybe make it good. I, I don't do know, that. but I think if you did it successful, it would be a cool movie. I can do that. Yeah. Not a bad idea at all. All right, so that's my almost number one. All right, thumbs up on that one from both right. of us. Um, all right, so moving on to, to others, because um, some of them keep popping in my head. Um, this one's kind of goofy, but you might you might agree oh, with this one okay. too. Uh, Fuck. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I, I feel like they they could have they could have done at least all time kind of favorite uh, silly monster movies. Uh, they, I just got a patch to go on my bag of uh, the clown face. Jupiter got it for me for Christmas. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. A sequel to that? I mean, it could totally be done. Oh, yeah. You know they've been to Earth more than one time. Oh, yeah. Like, they're not just waiting here for that one time and bouncing. Like, you might get lumped into like being a an it knockoff now, though. Well, yeah, but... You know what I mean? There's too many like evil clowns like in the... Like when Killer Clowns came out, the first it had already happened. Yeah. There wasn't much of evil clown shit. ICP didn't even exist, all that shit. Yeah. And so it, it hit a little different. Now evil clowns are like we know one. Yeah. You know right. Morbo is a is a it, buddy of mine. Like yeah. he's you know, we know an evil clown, so that's not uh ICP related. So Right, yeah, true, true. <laughs> it's from another dimension, so But I mean I don't know. I just I feel I feel like that that I mean even now, if they were to do something like that now, like it would be probably a, a hit because of all the nostalgia. True. I just don't know if they could do it good. Like right, that that would be that would be the the, the catch on that one. It's like because I'd go be watch good? it. I'd be like, oh shit, Killer Clowns too. Like I'd go see it. Right. But, yeah. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't know. Like they're they're in the jungle somewhere. <laughs> That's well. I was just thinking you just put them in a different place. Yeah. Right. You could do the Back to the Future thing. You could like uh, put them in the old west, or you could uh, like I don't know. Put them. They uh, they come as a fair to like a medieval place, like the, like a Evil Dead or Army Darkness ripoff or whatever. Yeah. Because yeah, they'd have like medieval fairs and shit. There's yeah. Clowns and jugglers and shit in those medieval fairs. Like you could work all kinds of weird shit into like different time periods. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah. Like, see, there's some there's other things they could have done with that. Yeah. So it wouldn't have to be just like killer clowns come to 
Nebraska again or wherever the fuck they I can't remember what, where they land but it's just like some podunk town like where we live right yeah yeah uh, you could just put them in a different time period you could put them in like I don't know I don't know what you could do with them or maybe on their planet you could show more of like where they're from yeah I don't know you could do some like odd you could de- you could definitely do that I, that was kind of what I was thinking the way the technology is now like you could you go to their home world and like see their I don't know. I feel like it would almost be like a really weird Dr. Seuss movie. Yeah, did that. Because he, Dr. Seuss plays like. Yeah, yeah. That would be killer, though. I mean, I would go. It would make sense. Yeah. It would make sense. A lot of sense. Yeah, all right. That was a. Yeah, thumbs up. uh, Unexpected. Didn't think about Killer Clowns. But yeah, I get the. I'll give you a thumbs up on that one. All right. You got got any more that that are in your mind? Yeah, my, my real number one. All right. All right, true number one. My favorite Clive Barker besides, uh, well, it ain't my favorite Clive Barker, but I think it could be a good sequel. Lord of Illusions. Dude, I actually almost put that too. See, yeah. Our night, our night breed and Lord of Illusions, we're almost, uh, you know. Yeah, man. It's the same deal, but I want it to, um, because Harry Damore, right, which is the main character of mm-hmm. Lord of Illusions, he is in other stories. Yeah. Right, he even has ties to Pinhead, he's got ties to a couple other short stories that Barker does. I want this sequel, or this actually needs to be a prequel too, um, about Nick's. Yeah. I want the whole movie to be about his cult and like the magic and shit he does. I don't know what he's doing. Maybe it's when he starts like trying to get his first cult or he's first like learning, like because he talks about it. Yeah. Because he's like, the fire said to me, you know, and all this stuff. But like have a young Nick's learning this weird dark magic and all this shit that he's like his abilities and his basically immortality or whatever like have how he learns that how he gets his first cult basically have it come up to where Lord of Illusions starts like when they're when they like basically uh, put those shackles on him and bury him and all that shit yeah 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 that's kind of where the, this would, would end is the way I saw it okay I could, I could, I could right. dig that. All right. So. Yeah, no, that that Lord like, illusion, man, it doesn't get enough love. I love it, dude. Yeah. It's um, I don't know, Nix's character and just like the story is is really good. Um, it's not called Lord maybe it's called Lord Illusion, but. Yeah. <clears throat> it's in the Cabal books, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. So. It was it was one of the first uh, Cloud Barker books that I I got. Yeah. Because it had Lord Lord of Illusions and Cabal. Yeah. Which is like that book, man. If you're a, if you're a Barker fan and have not read Cabal, just read that. Right. It's four stories, two of which you've seen the movies too. And then, I mean, just read it. Yeah, it's so good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I thought Nick is a, is a weird character and he's a cool character because he does have power. He is like a real magician, not yeah. just like some bullshit. And you see that, like, you know, when Swan and his group leave. Like, there's a bunch of years between there, too. Yeah. When they leave and then when they're coming back to kill him or whatever. Yeah, there's a, there's a whole, yeah, there's a huge gap there. You, that you can totally fill in the blanks of that Even shit. if it was just, like, a couple of years of Nick's just learning this evil power and turning the good guys away and, you know, I don't know. I'm going to watch it again for too long, man. That's such a good... That, yeah, and if you're not familiar with Lore of Illusions, like, seriously, like, you need to watch this movie. Because yeah, it's, it's weird and it's it's like a detective movie and a really weird like occult 
Yeah. Like, I don't know, kind of magic-y, black magic. It's, I can say, like, witchcraft and stuff, but it's just, like, evil magic. It's just, you know. It's everything that you think, if you know if you know Clyde Barker's work, it's anything that you think it would be. It's, yeah, chock, sure. it's chock full of everything that you love about, if you like Nightbreed, if you like Hellraiser. Yeah, it's got a good story. I mean... It's got pretty good actors in it. I can't remember the dude that plays Nicks, but he's he's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Um, uh, you'll recognize him. You're like, oh, that guy. Oh, there's there's Scott Bakula from yeah. uh, from Quantum, Quantum Leap. Leap. He plays the Harry Demore, the detective. Yep. Then, Which is such a great detective name. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, it really yeah. is. Harry Demore, like, you know. And then, uh, <laughs> old dude, Swan's wife is uh, Fonka Jansen. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. She's a good actor. She's in a bunch of horror stuff too, and like sci-fi stuff. She played the Phoenix in the the first X-Men trilogy. And, yeah, uh, man, she's in a bunch of like scary shit horror movies. But right now, it's escaping me what. But uh, it, good it, actress. I don't know, hot hot girl, whatever. Uh, Scott Bakula, a couple other people that are like notable, but right some now, interesting death scenes. Just some, and their take on like magic and evil and like what is real magic what is not what is mm-hmm. I don't know it's just a cool story about you know like I said stage magic and real magic which I mean I'm kind of a sucker for that kind of shit anyway yeah for sure I mean I, I can't help but to like that kind of shit what, uh, what else you got cause I, I, I I'm... that's it man that was my number number one that's my top top yeah I wanna see a Knicks movie alright I can so, dig that I had four of them I can dig that shit alright those are just a few that uh, that we can think of. I'm sure there'll be more at some point in time that we'll throw out there. Uh, here's a little bit of a, a of a break, and we'll come back with our conclusion.
And we're back. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to uh, to today's episode, tonight's episode, whatever time of the day it is you're listening to this should episode. Should be franchises. Uh, should be franchises. Um, I think we've got we had some good ones in yeah, there we talked about. I didn't think about. And, uh, you only got one boo for me. Yeah, so yeah. I think that's pretty good overall. Yeah, I, I I was pretty sure that most of I kind of feared Doctor Giggles. You probably blame him. I just don't like the. Yeah, I don't know, but <laughs> but whatever. yeah, yeah. You know, um, you made up for it the other picks. But uh, but before we go, um, the usual thing here to see what's going on in our worlds, uh, besides this this little podcast here. Uh, Whitman, what is going on in your world? My world? Well, uh, I just bought a chunk of land with a ratty trailer on it, so I'm going to do some uh, weird photo shoots and hopefully some uh, videos, maybe your band uh, pictures and some uh, some really weird photos and stuff here coming up pretty soon. And um, other than that, pretty much devoting all my time to getting that shit done. Uh, couple shoots a little bit of traveling here and there maybe going to Georgia and um, seeing a friend of ours and uh, also to do a shoot too so hopefully just a lot of our projects coming up soon and this uh, uh, solo podcast that Earth 19 I'm getting a little closer to to launching that shit so um, trying to get a good logo right now so you guys can find it easier and uh, so I can start pimping out on Facebook and whatnot. but uh, I don't have a good logo yet so that's uh, in the works too but I've got I think eight shows recorded nine shows recorded so once I do get a good logo and a, and a spot for it you know everybody can find stuff pretty easy and I'll have a bunch of content like as soon as I get I get rolling so uh, I've just been grinding on that, that stuff but yeah oh yeah yeah land and art projects man yeah uh, well I, I I just got finished we, we played in New Haven Indiana this past Friday at a place called Cross Tavern. Uh, maybe my new favorite place to play. It's a little dive bar in New Haven, Indiana. How long is downtown. It took us it took us about like four and a half, five hours to get there. It's a long drive for a dive bar. It's 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 a long drive, but we, we played with our, our our buddies and all work for the blonde. Um, well, it was different when you play it too. And like go anywhere to get some yeah, bands and get some shit out. Yeah. yeah. The turnout wasn't I mean in all honesty there was probably maybe There might have been six people in that bar that was not part of a band uh, that that didn't work there. That you know, were those six but, people paying attention? Uh, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They was right. they they were. Um, they did you get paid anything? No. Maybe yeah. some gas. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if they gave anything to Josh or not. They didn't give me shit. <laughs> I mean, they, I mean, a couple guys got me really stoned, but well, other than that, like, no. I mean, sometimes, man, you gotta pay to get those. Uh, those fans and if those six or seven people were really digging it man it might have been worth the trip I mean yeah that's what I'm kind of you know, kind of, kind of hoping it really that. is sometimes it's like when I put up a picture or a set or whatever I'm like man if like eight people likes this yeah that's pretty cool whatever I mean you know so it's like and they keep digging it then they'll, they'll hopefully yeah those six out. or seven will remember who you were or you know might check your stuff out on whatever you got Spotify or Bandcamp or whatever yeah, I don't know. there's just always potential. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's actually a video that somebody did that's on YouTube of that show the other night, um, and it's a cool video. It shows it shows me and Josh both getting into it while we're playing. Right. Good energy level. Uh, bad thing is, is 
the camera, the the music is like really muffled. We were pretty fucking loud. We were. This is this is why I like playing little bars like that because yeah. we were fucking loud and it was great and everybody seemed to like it. Um, cool place though, pretty cool place. Everybody was really nice. Um, it's my my kind of my kind Maybe of people. You go back to that same spot and there's fifteen people that see. You yeah, well they the, they they really wanted us back. They said that usually it's there's more people there and there's a little more going on, but apparently there was like probably hearing a lot more folks. Um, but my, there was my worst enemy. Right. There was three other shows going on that night in that area. There's always going to be shows. So that had something. I mean, hell, the opening band, because there was supposed to be three of us, and there was only two of us because the open band dropped off. They're, they're, they're called Skipping Stone. Okay. They didn't They didn't fit up, meet us or Artwork for the Blind at all. Well, um, maybe they're just trying to, I mean. And, well, they dropped off. They Well, they skipped. Uh... They skipped off to go play another show. <laughs> so, yeah, so it was it was just us two. But it was it was a good time. It was fun. Uh, like I said, man, those for real. Like if you, I don't know, after promoting bands and trying to pretty much always do DIY art shit, man, you got to kind of look at the good shit wherever it's at. Oh yeah. So if there's six or seven people, yeah. Next time you go, they're each gonna be like, man, this is this heavy band that was cool last time. You should come check this out. You know, if those seven people bring one person. Right, exactly. You know, you know. I mean, it, it was a good time. It really was. You know, we we ended up actually just getting a, a room. That way, we didn't have to drive five hours back. Yeah. And it was like thirty minutes away from the venue. Mm-hmm. Sipped whiskey and talked about music projects and yeah, felt like we got some shit done, which actually leads into. Let's say use the travel for stuff too. Oh yeah, you yeah. Know, I mean, if Josh is driving, writing lyrics or write ideas down or. Oh yeah, you dude. Know, shit for our shows or shit for music or whatever. I mean, try to you know maximize the travel. Oh yeah, it was great because. We were actually able to sit down and chill and, and you yeah. know, have a little whiskey and actually discuss some of these ideas. It was good. It was it was needed. And that we actually we're gonna start recording here soon. We've got we've got a couple of different albums that we need to do. Um and one thing in particular that is gonna be kind of mixing a lot of different sounds that we use. A little bit of sludge, a lot of noise, a lot of chaos. Um and it's it should be pretty fucking cool. We have, because there's one song we play out from it right now. That's Scorched Earth. So, it fits that same vein. A little faster, sludgier, that kind of shit. So, we're trying to get some recordings done. Uh, tell us in the podcast slash 2G1C. Our Kickstarter uh, ended um, for the comic book. Tell us of shock and terror. Um, and did really good. We, we met all our goals and shit. I've got a bunch of nasty sketch cards i got to fucking right. finish and send off and shit. Um, the comic book should be out really soon. It looks amazing. Uh, so check out all that shit with Tell Us the Podcast, last 2G1C. Um, and, of course, if you're not familiar, Tell Us the Podcast, part of it, uh, there's a Friday where my co-host, JB, who also drove an hour and a half to come to the show the other night, and it was great to actually hang out with that motherfucker because that was the first time in a year and a half we've been friends. We've actually hung out in person. <coughs> so, uh, but yeah, he goes on, a, on, on on that side and on Fridays he uh, uh, talks about Tell Us the Crypt episodes. And then we, we uh, the weekend after, or the Friday after, uh, we do our thing where we talk about different movies and have guests on and stuff. And actually, uh, not this Friday... But next Friday, we, uh, we're we doing a Cannibal Holocaust review. It's one of his favorite movies. 
And also, uh, we've got a couple people on who've never seen it, and they're going to come on and talk about how they their their thoughts uh, were on it. They're they're a married couple, and I'm pretty curious about this. So fun stuff there. Uh, then video store clerks, we go live every Wednesday night at nine o'clock, which it's Wednesday actually, so we have a show tonight. Uh, this episode probably will not be up until tomorrow. We'll see how 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 I get to it, but um, yeah. That's pretty much everything that's going on in my world. Sweet. Excellent. Thanks again for listening to Graveyard Talk. I'm Chuck Nasty. I'm Whitman. And uh, this is us telling you have a uh, pleasant day, a good night, and fuck off. (laughs) 